0: Assalamualaikum Alaikum As-salamu 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 everyone. I have with us uh, Sheikh Kashifuddin. We're introducing him history and Islamic studies. <laughs> My
1: name's not Kashifuddin.
0: <laughs> Did I say Kashifuddin? <laughs> yeah, <that's-
1: laughs> I said. <laughs>
0: Assalamu alaikum everyone and welcome to today's unscripted podcast. We have a special one today. We're introducing our new history and Islamic studies editor, Take Two. I'm hoping you're getting his ri- name right now. It's Sheikh Kashif Zakyuddin. Dean. alaikum Kashif. Wa alaikum assalam. Subhanallah. How's it going? Good, good, good. So to this hear. is the first time we're introducing you to to the to the, the, the real world out yep, there. Yep. Seems like it. He's, uh, he's coming on board. Martialized history and Islamic studies. Uh, editor, like I mentioned, and just to get to know you a bit more, we're going to do a little rapid-fire thing that you've okay. seen many times Ooh. before. Uh, no pressure. Th- the the, I- the key is Could to you just explain? you know be quick, never be quick and uh, quick and answering. Right, I'm oh. going to ask you a question. Sure. Just whatever comes into your mind first. Yeah. Absolutely. Go ahead. Uh, what's your favorite food? Oh God, don't know. Quick, quick. Kebab. Kebab. Nice uh Were you uh, w- too many different <laughs> foods are my favorite <laughs> foods. Really. Oh, so. yeah, give this man a raise. <laughs> <Food to pick. laughs> You're working in the right place. uh Were you Were you shocked when you found out what what Turks call a kofta?
1: I still don't know what they call a kofta. They call it be, like a kofta. Long,
0: no, the long a kofta <laughs> with an e. It was like a long right. See shi- shish kebab. Yep, kofta. Was I sh- yeah. surprised? And It kind of made sense Me growing up Kofta is like a a Ball of Ball isn't it Yeah Yeah. So I was like um, Anyway Kebabs (laughs) Kebab is a whole genre
1: It is indeed
0: Biryani or naan?
1: Naan definitely
0: Coke Cake Cake or gulab jamun?
1: (laughs) Cake I'd have to say Tea or coffee? Uh, Probably still tea But coffee maybe
0: Right now Uh, Starbucks or Bleach. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, so,
0: baffled. So, Kashif is uh, what we might call a coffee snob.
1: <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. Far from <laughs> it. Bro, I, I I'm, know I'm actually quite upset I with you. I know because coffee connoisseurs, but, yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm not one of them. I don't count myself as one.
0: Um, I mean, I guess it's a sliding scale to, to, to a, uh, a simpleton like myself, who enjoys, who has many uh, loyalty points uh, from... You know Starbucks and uh, Costa. I'm quite upset with you because ever since you told me that Starbucks has a burnt taste, now I've been tasting it. Oh, I really. So you ruined, ruined it for me. But your I'm far from
1: a connoisseur. My wife's more of a coffee connoisseur yeah. than I am. So Coke yeah. or Pepsi? Uh, Coke, probably. Let's edit that out.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, all these are food-related. So, football or cricket? Cricket. Um, Street Fighter or <laughs> Mortal Kombat? I think you don't know either of those. those (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what they are.
1: I do know what they are, but I've never played them.
0: Harry Potter, or Lord of the Rings.
1: (sighs) That's just an insult, bro. I can you even suggest a comparison between those two. Insult because (laughs) I'm never going to go there. Come on, it doesn't merit answering that question, bro. Not a a long, not a long,
0: boring movie fan.
1: Who came up with? (laughs) Since you came, up, mean, with came up with that. I came up with that. <laughs>
0: <Jail>. <laughs> you need a. We need to record that as a thing. Jihl. <laughs> okay, so obviously a uh, you know a diehard Harry Potter fan there. <laughs> 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 okay, so is that the Twilight is yeah. <laughs> the um. Islamic studies editor and histories editor. So, right. coming on as kind of two different, we're merging two kind of things uh, for yourself. I w- th- thought you'd <coughs> start talking about your Islamic studies background and your, you know, when you got into, when were you kind of radicalized, uh, you know, or when did you kind of get in, get get interested in your Islamic identity? You know, go A back. Pretty young all age. The, uh, all the old uh, decades ago. Yeah, yeah.
1: God, my age is going to be revealed yeah. here now, isn't it? So, I don't know, let's say 15 years ago when, when you were kind of. <laughs> this is uh, Maybe we have to yeah. Sort of multiply that By several <laughs> factors <laughs> We'll get in the right ballpark
0: yeah. um, Just counting the days <laughs>
1: um. <laughs> <laughs> The sound effects are Rather off-putting okay. um, We have to go back a long way I don't know how Is it really Do we really want to delve That deeply that Depends that that? If you say
0: anything embarrassing We can cut it out later
1: <laughs> Okay, okay. Um, And that's all
0: we have time for today <laughs>
1: <laughs> my uh, oh, Islamic identity. Uh, there are a number of events from my early, you know, quite a young age mm. that I think impacted me as a person. I
0: you grew up in South London, right? Yeah, yeah. So there was, like, there was like a, was that like an Islamic emirate back then, or <laughs> no. a beacon of Islamic uh, learning?
1: No, no, none of those things. Um, I guess just news. The news used to be on in our house, and uh, I had older brothers who, uh, you know, into uh, would watch the news. My dad was always thing and uh, events around the world, and then mm. some at home as well. So, w- what were they? Some of those formative events. The these are all in the late eighties, man. So yeah. wow, yeah. So. The Rush, uh, yeah, they in fact they're so far back I can't even, um, I, I can't even, so, like, what can The and Cuban Missile
0: Crisis, basically,
1: <laughs> not quite. I was thinking that just, just by a, a few yeah. years only, but yeah, yeah. um, I don't know, let's see, uh, the Rushdie affair, uh, P- first Palestinian Intifada, um, the bombing of Libya. Mm. Uh, during the Reagan <coughs> uh, uh, Reagan regime, uh, and a number of other incidents, I think that that, that kicked off in the late eighties, that mm. all you know had something to do with Islam. Probably, I would say uh, the the biggest one out of those would be two. It'd be the Rushdie affair and uh, and uh, and mm. the Intifada in Palestine.
0: So not everyone will know what the Rushdie affair is. Wow. And, uh, okay.
1: Because a lot of people were born. After 1988 <laughs> or 1987 <laughs> or whenever that was, yeah. somebody will probably, yeah. What, what was it message. about? Though? So, okay, so the uh, brief overview of what yeah. that was so, um, in the late 80s, a famous uh, British novelist of Indian extraction called yeah. Salman Rushdie uh wrote a novel called The Satanic Verses, in which um, there is a kind of uh, a character who is um uh, Based on or not based on, rather, it sort of mocks the uh, the person of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. So. Um, Muslims at the time were were rightly outraged um, uh, at the book, and it kicked off all sorts of uh, you know all sorts of incidents mm. and all sorts of uh, repercussions here in the UK. There was famously, I guess, if you recall, riots. So. There was uh, there were there were book burnings. There was the internationally there was the um, fatwa of uh so at that time iran uh, again again those of this is not history now one think no. there's <laughs> the <laughs> the late ayatollah khomeini was the supreme mm. leader of iran and he issued a fatwa um saying that you know muslims should go and kill him and uh, he was a death threat and he was under house you know constant police protection da, 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 da. and yeah that that sort of sorted all sorts of um mm problems and then there was you know there was the uh, there was the uh palestine uh israeli conflict on running and that 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 escalated with the intifada so mm. there was this uh, i can't uprising. even remember what i can't even remember what started it now uh mm. precisely but yeah so there was yeah so there was an uprising there and then there were lots of other actually events geopolitical events going on at the time that were i think you know formative for guys well not like you you're a butcher you're a young <laughs> young yeah. quite a much younger lad but you know uh Stuff going on in South Africa, uh, the the apartheid struggle, even though not directly related to Islam, kind of just made you interested in mm. uh, world affairs and then identity as well. I guess you know. So so
0: those things kind of, had they not happened, would you think you would have? Um, what would have your identity been like? Been maybe I
1: don't know. Maybe something else would have come along that would yeah. have kickstarted that same process. You know, uh, Islam, Islamic faith was alhamdulillah was always mm. a, um, a prominent part of our household anyway. Alhamdulillah. Um, so you kind of
0: raised in an atmosphere of you know your Muslimness and Islam was. Yeah, kind
1: of, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you know, have a
0: kind of road to Damascus moment. Or
1: no, what? no. Um, it kind of there was a road to Damascus moment maybe in terms of. Um, using you on know, you know glibly using the term being radicalized but um you know alhamdulillah I raised praying salah and you know attending the masjid learning quran fasting mm-hmm. in ramadan ramadan being a big thing and you know in the house and uh yeah uh, so it, it, it i didn't come from a background of mm-hmm. not observing the faith to, to to doing that that was alhamdulillah already mm-hmm. there but it, i guess it was a more um shifting to a more you know, involved. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, a more involved approach, right? a more involved uh, look at, at um, faith. Yeah. Well, well w- sounds w- a bit thing now, but because I was just a kid yeah. then, so I wasn't obviously thinking like it in that, yeah. in in in, in, in those right terms. In I had old, uh, my older brothers were, you know, so I'm the youngest. My brothers are quite a lot older than me. And they were, they were kind of, you know, late, you know, late teens hang at university and, they had kind of it's like you know their friends were all, uh, you know all practicing and they'd be bring home books that mm. were uh, you know religiously um, you know of religious topics as well. So so when,
0: when when do you start kind of taking studying a bit more?
1: Uh, um, yeah, when do I start studying a bit more? Um, well, I was always, again alhamdulillah influence of you know. You know my my brothers, my and, brothers stuff. and stuff. I was always I always enjoyed reading from v- mm. from a very young age. I can't remember exactly when I don't remember f- picking up my first ever book, but yeah, I enjoyed reading from a a very young age. And then I guess when I Not hit Lord of the Rings. S- eh? Oh yeah, no what, who, Lord of the Rings? Who's who's that way? <laughs> um, so I think Warner Brothers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so
1: yeah, so I'm um, Amongst the other books that was in that that were in our house were, mm-hmm. you know, apart from Lord of the Rings, <coughs> uh, a number of other books. Uh, we used to visit the library regularly, and I think around the time I was transitioning to secondary school, uh, I started reading a little bit more. Um, and we used to go to the mosque, uh, apart from Fridays, uh, regularly on a Sunday with my dad, and they used to have. Uh, a bookshop Or not a bookshop A bookstall Yeah Outside the mosque And um, They'd be selling You know Just a selection of the books It's like again A different world to today This just like you know In terms of if, You know People think there's still Not a lot available I mean you need to compare it With what was available then Which is yeah. hardly anything So it's just one guy Probably
0: easier then though You had the f- Less of a, an inhibition By the amount of yeah, Choices maybe. that you have It's kind of
1: Maybe, but um, what did I pick up? So, um, Ahmed Thompson's Dajjal and the New World Order. Mm -hmm. Um, Strange book for a 12-year-old to pick up. (laughs) I kind of grabbed that. It all makes sense now. (laughs) Um, uh, What else was there? A few other books and bits and pieces. You know, we Mm. already had um, a few books in our house on top of that, like I said, my brother's books, and I just Mm. started reading. You know, I, I already felt that, you know... From watching the news There was enough news uh, on the TV About Islam um, To make you feel like You know Islam is is kind of uh, yeah. Under threat Or you know You're a target if you're Muslim I mean again It's totally different atmosphere to today But you know You felt really? like huh, it, was,
0: it felt more of a threat Than the war on terror kind of era?
1: No No I said lesser than that lesser, If you compare okay. it yeah yeah, yeah 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 But for whatever reason Still it was enough yeah. for me to feel like you know, uh, Islam is not welcome here. Or Islam mm-hmm. is not. You know, it doesn't. Um, it doesn't fit in. It's not a. It's not a natural part of the landscape. Do you uh, think that ahead. was uh, that
0: cemented your identity, or it raised a few questions? No, it crises. raised
1: questions. I wouldn't say there were any crises, but it raised questions. Oh. Um, uh, so you know, yeah, I, I read. Uh, I read. I mean, um, I. My brother had. Uh, uh, the autobiography of Malcolm X. I read that. Um, uh, he had the first, it the, the, wasn't the first, of it. it was the only volume of Sayyid Qutub's Fidil al Quran at the time, which had been translated, which is um, mm-hmm. um And I read parts of that as well. And uh, we picked up um, a copy of Abdul uh, Hassan Ali Nadwi's Saviors of Islamic Spirit. Which was again a really formative book. So I think those were so probably when
0: you were kind of a young youngster.
1: Yep, yep.
0: Then what happened? Then you went to. Uh, mm,
1: then I picked up. Yeah, I, I, guess I had an underlying feeling of like you know, yeah. I th- so for me, Islam became more very much started visiting the mosque more on my own. Mm. Uh, in addition, to my dad would take us, uh, take me, once a week uh, on Sundays. Uh, you know, there was, uh, and then. Um, I'd start. I was older I got to the age where I was old enough to kind of go down on my own. If my even if my brothers couldn't mm. take me, my brothers sometimes if they were at home, they went at, at college or university would, would would take me. But I started going on my own um, to the mosque a lot more. Started thinking a lot more about um, a lot more about my faith. A lot more about a lot more about what, what was happening with Islam. There was a sense in my mind, very young, obviously naive. Uh, uh uh and unlearned mind that um there's kind of islam is there's crises you know Af- you know um the ummah again without a having a, a a very solid understanding of the ummah globally mm. there was still the impression that you know Muslims and islam are under threat um the uh, under the foot of the dominant powers um uh, in the world and uh, I read a book I picked up a book that kind of struck a chord with me uh, a tiny little pamphlet I was, I was about f- 13 14 hmm. um I can't even remember now the title of the the pamphlet eludes me now uh but it was I'll on following the Quran and Sunnah uh, okay. you know, yeah and it, uh
0: I can I can foresee the trajectory now
1: <laughs> yeah 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 and it started the preface as well was what was important. Right, mm. it just had uh, um, uh, a few words in this saying that you know when you look around the world, you know you you know you can see the chaos. You must observe the chaos and the crisis and the and like, check. the, check. the, the that. difficulty. Yeah, the 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 the, yeah. the, the Muslims are facing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, exactly as you said. Check. And then it said, well, you know, but the, the, what's the reason for that? Muslims have left the, adhering to their faith properly. What's the solution? Return back to Following the Quran and Sunnah,
0: And um, like everyone else.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Simple <laughs> message, but it really hit a core. Yeah. Okay, it hit a core for me. Uh, then it, the rest of the pamphlet was just ayat from the Quran speaking about uh, fol- following the yeah. uh, the Prophet yeah. sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and yeah, then yeah. a selection of well-known hadith as well on the same topic. So I read it. Do, so it do you th- think
0: that, that at that time there was like a, a few answers to that? Well, what happened is is that and I went to people a would go down. I didn't really paths.
1: think of it like that. It didn't. It, that's not what happened to me. It you was know, just what, like,
0: what's the reason for all this chaos?
1: Yeah, well,
0: is the answer, or no? That, and those answers answer, came a bit
1: later. That or those 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 debates came a bit later. I didn't. I, I wasn't okay. even exposed to those. Right. I mean, I, you know, I didn't at the time. I didn't really understand that. You know, I was um, you know a South Asian Muslim from a, a, a Hanafi. Uh, background in uh, a mosque that you would sort of nominally call the Obandi Tabliki today, if you were mm-hmm. kind of dividing them in terms yeah. of you know classifying them, right? But um, I read this pamphlet. I didn't know who it was by. Uh, I looked at the name on the back, and uh, I think it said Harakat Islah uh, Shabab al on it. I didn't know who they oh, then- were. Right, yeah, we know who they are now If you're into the kind of 80s and 90s history Actually, of i kind of. no clue Alright, oh, okay, well you'll find out And uh, the guy who wrote the preface was a chap called Abu Muntasir Ah, okay Okay, um, ah. and then I didn't know who he was And then I, uh, there was a conference going on uh, a, a, a conference, uh, at, um, no, uh, it was um, a young Muslim The Young Muslim Conference uh, uh, Sort of in uh, Malvern Hills In the Malvern Hills And uh, I was really desperate to go to it I persuaded my dad to go How old were you? I was 13, 14
0: So what makes a 13, 14 year old Excited about going to an Islamic conference? That sounds really strange to me Maybe it was a norm back then But right now I I I feel kids just want to You know, watch YouTube videos And well, there was no YouTube. <laughs> yeah, <maybe that's> right. <laughs> there was no YouTube
1: yeah. and, uh, you know, yeah, we didn't watch a great deal of TV. We did mm. a bit of TV, but not too much. Um, just the news. Uh, <laughs> and David Attenborough documentaries.
0: Yeah. Oh, that young, youthful <laughs> firebrand.
1: <laughs> like, yeah. But he wasn't yeah. a firebrand there. He wasn't evangelizing about yeah. the environment yeah. back then. Um, but, uh, yeah. Um, so I just, yeah, went along and, uh, when I turned up at the YM conference I didn't know who they were. But the, the I guess the I'd seen a, a flyer for it in our local YM while I
0: kind of Ikhwani um type were they? Yeah, yeah. a
1: youth organization yeah. essentially for for I used to go Ikhwani to the camps and types. Stuff. Yeah, I mean yeah, again yeah. I had no idea yeah. who they were or or, or mm. you know, um but they were, uh, there were. I think there were a few of their guys who were active in our local mosque, right? Mm-hmm. And they handed out some flyers. I took one home. I read mm-hmm. it. I looked at some of the contents. It said that I'd, I'd, I'd already, I was already familiar with the Autobiography of Malcolm X. I'd read, I'd read it. Mm-hmm. It was amazing, um, and they were going to be talking about him. As well, yeah. so that was definitely one of the things that uh, that uh, uh, attracted mm. attracted me. We this was now we'd moved it. This is like we're in the night early nineties. So Gulf War, yeah. we've had the Gulf War. Um, Ahmed Didat was a big feature of our, our lives back then. Uh, for those again, those people mm-hmm. who don't remember, he's like he's like, like the pre zakir Naik or maybe that's almost kind of actually lowering the status of Ahmed Didat. Uh because he's the originator of that of, kind of that kind of, um, that kind of, kind of TV debate style yeah thing. Debate, was it well it wasn't even de- oh. his in his time it was more big lecture halls Albert Royal Albert Hall he'd mm. packed that out debating um, uh, Christian apologists and um, you know everybody would go mm. along my bro- both my brothers went to this big debate that he had at the Royal Albert Hall I was too young to go um, but they came back from it buzzing. Um, again, this is back. We've rewinded slightly. This is back in the late eighties, mm. uh, and mm. they'd gone to it. And I was, I, I wished I could have gone, but, you know, like I said, I was too young to go to it. Um, and so, yeah, we'll fast forward now to this uh, YM conference, and he was on the bill. He was the main. Mm. He was the headline speaker. So okay. yeah, it was like yeah. you know, definitely. So I guess that explains right. a little bit more about what what kind of maybe.
0: So th- so your your and kind I was of there. love for history was you know, developing in parallel with your no there or? was
1: not too much i was just interested i was reading and mm. i was interested in history but i wasn't it wasn't the same interest that i have that 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 kind of blossomed later mm. in life but i mean in terms of my own journey what happens is i turned up at um at the conference and i saw these like there was this thousands of muslims but there was a small crowd or right? like a tiny bunch of really um I'm trying, I'm trying to find the right polite way <laughs> to describe them. Bunch, a bunch of young guys look who looked totally different to everybody else. So they had these long uh, shirts, thobes we'd call them, right? And uh, long beard, flowing beards and turbans. Um, and, uh, you know, they stood out. Nobody looked like them. So I went over and started uh, just, I guess, I went over to them out of curiosity <laughs> and started talking to them. And uh, they were they were very willing to 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 talk to people, um, and it just so happened that one of them was uh, Abu mm-hmm. Uh completely uh, coincidentally. So I'd, it hadn't been that much longer before I'd uh, I'd read the book, uh, mm-hmm. I'd read that little pamphlet by him, and then I sat down and I listened to those guys, and they were just, obviously they were saying the same thing that they were saying in mm-hmm. that little pamphlet by elaborating it. And long story short, it's already been quite long. Um, I I essentially. I essentially signed up as a young uh, a young convert to Gymass and mm-hmm. to uh early nineties uh very yeah, early nineties Salafism. And okay.
0: um, uh, yeah What was sorry. your trajectory then? So you
1: So this right, the yeah, that was it wasn't like so I was mixing up dates. That wasn't ninety that was nineteen ninety, was that Y M conference? Yeah, yeah. nineteen ninety was that i'm uh, well, uh, then i just you know went through like i guess everybody who who can uh, everybody who's from at least uh, the london area south southeast because it's a bit different dynamic to the rest of uh, other parts of the uk i uh, just went through that standard uh, or pretty much the 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 um, you know that standard trajectory of uh, mm. being a kind of a salafi so what was the, what was the dawa
0: kind of scene back then and how is it different in terms of today
1: uh Things were a lot clearer, <laughs> in a sense everybody wasn't you know that we come to the point you're talking about now yeah. where you know there was that once when you got into a particular school like yeah. Jamaat Salafism or something right at that stage everything became far more um, ideological and sectarianly d- defined in mm. a sectarian way. So there was there was you know Jamaat and the sun the you know Salafis. And then there were the Hanafi, the Deobandis, the and then there were the you know Tablighi Jamaat, and then, and then there were his Overall, and the that Huan. was a
0: that variety was a positive or a negative in uh, terms of having a space to to have a belonging. There's some yeah, health, there was def- I, th- th- I think there was some around, there were some
1: obviously. definitely positives. Of course, there's a lot of negatives as well. And then a little bit later, in the you know again, it's mm. kind of hard to imagine, but there was no real traditionalist Sufi kind of voice. Right at the very early 90s, and then Mm. you know, Hamza Youssef, New Keller, kind of came on the scene, and um, and and that whole um, Mm -hmm. that whole strand emerged or almost exploded, you know, it had you know, because people wanted to kick back against the kind of loudmouth Salafis, (laughs) I guess you could say, perhaps.
0: Were you a loudmouth Salafi?
1: I don't know if I want to answer
0: <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> if well, anyone's um, watching and they knew uh, Shikashi went back in the day, uh, let us know yeah. in the comments below.
1: <laughs> yeah, anyway, so uh, eventually we, we come in. So that's more the Islamic side, yeah. isn't it? Right, and then. Um, so, I mean, what about your study? You went
0: abroad, and you, I mean, you did. Yeah, the, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. if
1: you st- okay, if we're still st- just on still staying mm. on Islamic studies, I guess it, that that was the that was the thing, right? I mm. guess we, you know in. Um, uh that was a trendy thing to yeah. do yeah in if you were in that in that selfie bubble it was like about you know studying with the with the Mashayik, <laughs> right with the, with the with the with the with the ulama and uh learning arabic where um, did you go i learned arabic mostly here in the uk back mm. then was um Back then, traveling abroad was a, was a thing. Actually, people, I guess, from from the Salafi, if you're in, if you're in the um, uh, from a Salafi kind of background, back then the place to go to learn Arabic was either Medina University or you'd, uh, Egypt wasn't really a big thing back then. It was to go to Damaj uh, to to the again. For those who don't know, that's a like a, a kind of a village up in the mountains uh, in Yemen where a Prominent Salafi uh, scholar Called Muqbil uh, ibn Hadi al-Wadi Was based And uh, he was a very Very um, Yeah That was a sought after location To get to but, I mean I was way, I was too young To kind of undertake mm. that kind of journey So you learn Arabic over here Yeah I mean I uh, Arabic wasn't the very first thing I did There was a few Um there was a few steps to before I got mm. to that journey. But I mean, I, I that, that journey got kick-started really not on my own, but when a few other people in my area started um, uh, learning Arabic and, uh, you know, I was kind of, I'd made a few rudimentary steps on my own. Mm. Um, but then I guess when I had, you know, a very old, close and dear friend uh, uh, of mine, um, he started learning Arabic as well. And uh, we were kind of just, uh, I guess, were inspired by mm-hmm. one another. And, yeah, just um, pushed on, started learning Arabic, uh, attending classes, um, you know, listening to lectures before you, before I was able to access Arabic, it would be uh, listening to English lectures. Wow. Uh, again, in our circle, or amongst my particular circle, the most influential figure was uh, an American uh Arab American speaker um uh, Sheikh Ali Tamimi oh, okay um hmm. you know he'd come to a another conference the conferences were a big thing back then yeah. i don't know if they i mean I, uh, they are they these days i don't know if you could say conferences are a big thing Think so. they probably are yeah but they they're different they feel different to hmm. i guess the way uh they were back then uh, that just could be an age thing but um yeah you know so uh, yeah, YM used to do them And then Jimas got on board with the Jimas were doing the course so as well So you,
0: where, where, where did you um, What kind of Islamic scholars Influenced you Once you kind of started dipping your feet in, uh, into Arabic um, Who was kind of a You know, an, an influence on you Either in person uh, yeah. Or, you know uh, Yeah, so of course books. we
1: weren't It would be uh, It would be um, What's the right word? Uh, so it's not coming to me, but it would be, I guess, uh, for one of them, it, it would be inaccurate to claim that we were studying with these uh, scholars as students because we weren't. We were over here, and they were abroad, mm-hmm. but they were still influential. Yeah, I mean, I've already mentioned in English, Ali Tamim was probably mm-hmm. the most important influence, and then by the time we transitioned to learning Arabic, um, clearly it was all via, mostly via tapes. Uh, back then again this mm-hmm. is probably sort of ancient history now again i don't know if that that requires any <laughs> we'll kind of e- e- explaining <laughs> <for, for laughs> but audio cassettes um and uh there were loads of uh, tapes by um obviously one of the major figures in 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 uh, 20th century salafism Sheikh uh, Muhammad Nasruddin Al Albani uh, his tapes were available v- widely available mm-hmm. Um, and definitely we li- uh, I listened to him My friends listened to him um, uh, Sheikh Ibn Thaymeen as well Would probably be uh, Sort of you know A close second And um, I'm trying to think now Who else did we listen to? There were some Slightly more radical voices uh, But their tapes also At that time were Were available Sheikh Al Hawali Sheikh Salman al Awda We listened to uh, We listened to Um A bit of them, lots more politics followed about, you know, who they were and exactly Mm -hmm. how they fit into, which probably don't need to go into. And I guess the last major figure, less well-known than all of those previous four, but in a way was influential in in the kind of crowd that I moved in, into kind of moving um, us in a more academic direction in terms of Islamic studies was was a sheikh called Saleh al-Sheikh. Mm-hmm. um who was at the time we didn't know but at the time he was deputy minister of islamic affairs in saudi arabia and then he went on to become mm-hmm. the minister of islamic affairs but his t- he, his tapes had a much more uh, kind of a academic flavor to them even more than the ones by you know then um sheikh al-albani and ibn thaimin and uh, mm-hmm. i guess you know he got he it was listening to him uh, I wouldn't say perhaps more than anything, but uh, that had a big um, that had a big effect on on getting us interested or not interested. I guess inspired to like try to get into mm. really deep Islamic studies. Um, what happened
0: then? Did you go and get? Into no, it? I like so <laughs> that was
1: a, an un, an unrealized yeah. dream, or maybe yeah. one that was. Uh, one that I, perhaps I wasn't actually maybe just cut mm-hmm. out for. But yeah, mm-hmm. that was the hope and aspiration at that time. Now, you know, um, yeah. so I did, I did a little, we did a, little bit, did a little bit here, going through those, the, 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 those kinds of tapes and lectures here in the mm-hmm. UK and studying with people who are more senior than me and who had learned more than me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and then there were a few trips abroad, um, you know, uh, to Medina, uh to saudi arabia and uh and then i went i i like i said i 'd already started learning Arabic but um uh, i'd made some decent headway in that way uh uh but when it comes to university i'd standard kind of trajectory i was doing st- I you know i did stem subjects for a levels and i was going to go into oh I, I did into one of those you know fairly fairly um standard choices uh for mm-hmm. a degree but I, I hated it, and I dropped out, uh, out of university and uh, tried to work out what to do. And uh, whilst I was doing that, I decided to go abroad to to kind of further my Arabic. And I went to I went to an unusual place for a, for a salafi actually. I went to Syria, mm-hmm. um, which already by that time no actually it hadn't it was emerging as a place for the Sufi for those who came from a Sufi crowd to to, mm-hmm. to go to. Um, and so, I, you know, I was actually one of the, I was one of the early guys to go to go um, um, uh, to, to travel to Syria, and I, d- I spent um, about half a year in Syria l- um, completing my Arabic studies and doing mm-hmm. a bit more a bit more Islamic studies as well over what I was over there. And then, um, yeah, I came back to the UK. Um, my interest in history, which I had said was always kind of there in terms mm-hmm. of you know, I enjoyed reading as a kid, and I enjoyed the h- history stuff. We can it's already got, like, you know, my past life has gone way beyond (laughs) it should have. This is, like, you know. Um, But uh, I I had the choice. I had the choice of of, of, uh, universities saying what to do, and I decided to apply to SOAS um, Mm -hmm. uh, for Arabic. um, And uh, I applied just before I left to go abroad to study. And when I came back, I found out I'd got in. And um, I joined... uh, uh, I joined SOAS and I, I switched up my degree from doing a straight Arabic degree to doing Arabic and a history degree. And it was a uh, best choice mm-hmm. I ever made. I loved it. It, it just, it uh, exposed me to um, historical research, historical writing, um, exploring history, um, mm-hmm. which I had been doing, you know, I'd been listening to, um, by this stage, I'd been listening to stuff in Arabic on history as well. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, I'd picked up, various tape series and stuff and gone through them and uh, i want to get into your
0: your kind of history topic but into kind of round off the islamic studies dimension how would you say the the kind of um uh, salafism in 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 the west that you've been exposed to has changed over the years since you started your career and like again it's
1: such a long conversation so it's already been quite a rambling <laughs> uh Don't worry, we'll ram- the boring r- bits. rambling well that's then <laughs> there'll be nothing left then yeah. <laughs> there's a 30 second clip <laughs> yeah so it's already been a lot a, a very rambling um a very rambling discussion uh, that's too long to get into i think almost it's, mm. it's, it's very different you know there was um the salafis were themselves were ba- there was one i guess you know jimas was the major salafi entity right at the beginning of the 90s right and um that pretty much was was all there was in terms of uh, th- i guess there probably were uh, i mean i was a young teenager at the time There probably mm. were in fact i know there were fri- other fringe salafi uh type or salafi affiliated um mm. movements and figures in the london area at least in the southeast at the time um, but I didn't really know who they were But they definitely were fringe I think that wouldn't be inaccurate to say that mm-hmm. And then um, Jim Ass and Salafis Underwent their own um, What's the word for it You know, Their own splits and divisions um, And that became A, a major feature Of mm-hmm. that particular Discourse in the 90s uh, As you moved through um, And then Yeah
0: so do you think the history is characterised by just splitting further and further? And no, maybe I, I think that's... Or, uh, you know, that's there's a stereotype of... Yeah, that's... yeah kind of a uh, black and white Salafi and then you have some, you know... Moment, yeah, the splitting kind of, yeah. And then you become uh, anti-Salafi, kind of, that's the normal That's the kind of stereotypical trajectory, you know, and people feel... Maybe. Well, it's
1: one one of the yeah. i think that's one there's 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 you I mean, could stereotype, yeah you right? could i you know as it, if you're looking at stereotypes there are yeah. there are two or three perhaps you know mm-hmm. um paths <laughs> that you can kind of you know identify that commonly people kind of mm. take um i haven't sort of gone i uh, like a lot of people you know We've, you you get older you mature yeah. uh you learn more you see more you experience more of life and um you know you you reassess things um so yeah. uh where the I, w- I mean i wouldn't call myself Salafi, you know it's mm-hmm. not it's not a uh, um, a moniker that i would um um oh yeah definitely <laughs> yeah yeah it's <laughs> not a moniker that i would i would attach to myself yeah. Because uh, some no. people,
0: they you know, and it's been a long time. They become anti salafi or uh, they kind of begin to resent their own history, and yeah, I, I do yeah, yeah, I wouldn't fit into that category.
1: I wouldn't fit into that category. I don't sort of the main, you know, um,
0: kind of just mellowed out.
1: Well, I, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> that would be me saying, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, if 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 others say that, yeah. then that'd be good. But okay. yeah, good.
0: Just uh, before we continue, there's a there's quite an I um, think uh, contextual clip. Uh, for this next part, which is voice of the people.
1: A lot of the problems that you mentioned, they can be resolved by people having the correct knowledge and knowing what to do in the correct time and environment. What do you think that we now as Muslims need to do to make the religion and making seeking knowledge more appealing and more enticing to people?
0: Yeah, uh, I didn't say because of knowledge
1: some people know but they don't put this knowledge into practice we need knowledge from one side and we need tarbiyah on this knowledge so we will be able to put this knowledge into practice one key problem that we have
0: now in terms of knowledge that knowledge is not contextualized and that's why we are unable to put that knowledge into practice so scholars imams
1: they need to contextualize knowledge and to make it Applicable for people, so people can put it into practice.
0: So, what do you think about that? Sounds good. Yeah, in terms of contextualizing, well, that's something that we try and do on Islam tendency. Um You know, uh, one thing we try and avoid is just delving down in, delving into theoretical subjects. From and this is a history thing as well. It's probably something that you, um, you know, you you, you might. See it as a potential you know, rabbit hole or uh, something potentially harmful to bring up, for example, theoretical debates and discussions and uh, what we might call knowledge uh, historically and bring them up today in a decontextualized way, right kind of kind of keeping our uh, i't want to say ivory towers, but um, just talking about theory without telling people or without contextualizing Islam as a lived kind of thing for people. Today, you know a lot of like if I see some of my cousins and or just people and I go to their house and stuff and they see what you know just with their permission of course, look at their YouTube <laughs> videos, what kind of stuff comes up on their feed, a lot of it is kind of really theoretical debates from history, okay, yeah, um and they're almost kind of uh, reviving learned Khilaf. All right. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think I've observed kind of some stuff. of that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't f- and and one of the things is, you know, we want to push on a and see Is the purpose of knowledge is to actually benefit, right? And that's the thing that I've always, uh, especially recently, I've, I've had a few kind of uh, wake up calls. <laughs> Uh, there's this someone who, I don't know who they are They've been sending me messages qu- Asking me questions yeah. Okay Like I don't know if Someone maybe in a local mosque or Whatever gave me right. thing After khutbah or whatever the People just say Oh here's the imam Right right So they, they were like uh, And I found this per- I think it's uh, By the sound of it It's like a, uh, Maybe a new Muslim Or kind of someone Who's come back To kind of practicing Or newly started practicing And stuff Sure A sister for example And I just noticed Like a question she had very simple one But then when, when I scrolled up There's like loads of questions like that <laughs> And it was like A question that goes like this um, You know I, I realised I didn't have wudu uh, no, I realised that I didn't use the miswaq mm. So do I have to repeat my Fajr and my 11 rakat of night prayer And my this and my that And I was thinking Well man This is embarrassing that You know this person They're asking So in a In a I suppose, theoretical sense, they might not have that much information about what m- what they will do and all that yeah. kind of stuff. But in their practice, they're putting people who know more than them to shame.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: yeah. And when I scrolled up, and it was like similar things, like you know, oh, um I accidentally ate a donut when some friend gave out work. Is my fast invalid? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing to me, man? They're supposed to do. Look to the, the questions are like. Fasting And, and reading so much Quran And dhikr And all these types of things And okay. I was thinking That The the, the, the type of knowledge Or the, the The lionizing of knowledge As information Right In today's day and age Yeah Is I mean I don't see At the I moment
1: th- I'm not sure I see too much problem In those questions right? You, the, 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 the problem is
0: The problem is That I don't know Me certainly I found that Knowledge has become So important for us Yeah Yeah That we know we have lots of information, but these people are actually executing the purpose for Allah giving knowledge or knowledge existing, information existing. Right. That they're actually putting they're actually practicing Islam.
1: All right, okay, So you're not you're not remarking that those questions are negative then.
0: No, no, those questions are I'm saying the questions are the questions, right? If somebody is newly learning something, they have to learn something. But the fact that even at that such simple question, that person's already practicing Islam more than me. and more than many people who have lots of knowledge yeah. was worrying, and I felt that maybe I don't want to say we were, you know, kind of, uh, well, maybe we lied to ourselves in thinking that okay, knowledge and gaining and learning all this information and reading these books and listening to these lectures and stuff, that in and of itself is something virtuous because then we see oh look all of these ayat and hadith about you know the praise-seeking knowledge and so forth. And then when I, when I looked back at them, I saw the context around some of them. I was like, wait a second, it's not simply the knowledge as information that's being praised here, right? Mm. It's the people who have khashiyah, for example. It's the people who are, and I looked, I forgot off the top of my head those ayat, and I had a kind of few lists I was thinking to myself, wait a second, but knowledge is praise in Islam, yeah? Like, you know, uh, different ayat and a- hadith, and so. But when I looked at the context, it's not the knowledge that's being necessarily praised. Sure. It's the <laughs> You know, yes, yeah. I mean? uh, so many other things that are connected to knowledge, and I thought uh, it was kind of a wake-up moment for me as well. I mean, I even saw that uh, one I had one lecture with somebody kind of breaking down this this misconception of knowledge being we've kind of lionized knowledge to the for knowledge's sake, yeah, yeah. That even the Sahaba عنهم, they used to be they, it was like a norm that they wouldn't ask questions. Those who lived with the Prophet sallallahu <laughs> yeah. alaihi and they would actually be, get happy when a, a visitor would come, because then they would get a chance to listen to questions and, and learn some information, because you don't need that much information, you don't need that much knowledge to know that, okay, you should pray you should fast, you should recite Quran, you should make the and you and know, the good akhlaq and so forth. And we kind of, I felt myself that um, maybe we're cheating people by lionizing knowledge so much, the, to the point where people might think Because I'm seeking knowledge Because I've sought knowledge I can take my foot off the pedal of You know Ibadah uh, and activism And uh, you know Being active in the community And that kind of stuff And it was I don't know Rambling here was No you're not rambling
1: kind of But I mean there's a lot You've, you've, you've said a lot um, yeah. And unpacking that uh, And uh, I wouldn't like to Sort of Say that, you know, um, in unpacking that, I have the answers mm. or I can comment uh, authoritatively uh, on what you've said. But, um, you know, certainly, you know, thoughts of my own or questions of my own. Um, yeah, not, uh, I mean, broadly speaking, um, I think pretty much everybody across, the, again, across the spectrum, you know, of uh, Muslim views, uh, everybody would... would uh, would accept the notion that what's required is God-fearing people, right? Mm-hmm. Well, that's what's required—people uh, um, that you know live or try to live prophetic lives, and that is encapsulated in being, you know, worshipful, obedient uh, servants of God who you know um, uh, live on Earth seeking to do good, mm-hmm. and that's all of that is. All of that is in terms of what you do, right? Okay. Um, um, and so, yeah, if you re- to reduce Islam to just an academic exercise, mm-hmm. uh, or you uh, overly emphasize uh, that aspect, then I, there's clearly going to be an imbalance. And, I, uh, mm-hmm. you know, again, these are all anecdotal comments, aren't they? Right? I mean, on my uh you know based on my observations over you know quite a long period of time now i would say that yeah that's definitely uh, that's definitely a phenomenon that's out there but then mm-hmm. you know you could sort of push back and say there's probably reasons uh for that you know so islam wants you know uh, you know seeks the entity as a whole right the whole package right that's knowledge trans mm-hmm. knowledge which is transformative which then leads to um you know more godly lives um uh but why why then why knowledge why that separate knowledge uh, emphasis on knowledge because uh, as islamic civilization mm-hmm. um uh develops and grows the the the, the what what was once a, ho- a holistic entity uh or an idea uh, or a concept at the time of the Prophet Sallam and the companions uh, uh, get slowly developed, you know, and the different mm. strands in that get de- get uh, get developed, and and one of those is the the, the issue of knowledge. Uh, um, knowledge, uh, you know, becomes codified, you know, as as questions arise, disciplines uh, disciplines develop, yeah. and and then, and then of course you move into different you know, you move into the different. Um, Broadly speaking, the two different areas of knowledge which is uh fundamental to faith and practice that all Muslims should have some kind of awareness of. And then then, mm-hmm. then, then separate that separate a whole separate area uh which is uh academic uh knowledge of Islam, right? Knowledge of Islam if you're seeking to become a specialist, you know, whether it's a a, a mufti. Or a you know, a, a, a hadith scholar muhadith or, or, or a or, YouTuber. Or, or, well <laughs> yeah. So um, you know, there's yeah. a bit of a, you know, I, I think sometimes those two things get, get those yeah. two those two ideals get mixed up. Sometimes we maybe perhaps overemphasise the academic learning, sometimes what people was
0: that, who that statement of Imam Malik, I think Allah. Um knowledge used to be a a nukta.
1: I think Ali yeah. who said uh, yeah. is, is is supposed to yeah, it's yeah. a wisdom attributed to Ali yeah. who maybe others have said it as well. But yeah, How does it
0: go again? Knowledge used to be a a dot. Al <laughs> <laughs> ilmu
1: Yeah. I think as far you know, knowledge was as you said, was just something small. Uh, essentially uh, uh the word in arabic just means like a dot uh, yeah. i believe right and um and then it was it was um expanded uh turned into an thing, ocean right yeah by by the ignorant um yeah that, uh, that yeah, has bro, that, 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 that has some that, that has now? some it has some relevance mm. it has some relevance but you need to be careful of um going down the anti-intellectualist uh, <laughs> uh, uh, uh path and and, and uh, kind of just dismissing mm-hmm. the um you know I department. mean in Islam's a civilization right yeah okay. a, as a
0: career just you know as a as a career there needs to be people who are researchers who are you know muftis who are um making cutting edge ijtihad on uh, yep. and that kind of stuff but i'm saying look when a person goes from maybe just um, not ha- having, not being Muslim, or not taking Islam seriously, and then they they kind of want to get more into their Islamicness or whatever. The the thing that we normally tell them is seek knowledge, and then they go and you know they just start reading books from a thousand years ago, which don't have much impact mm. on their lives. They may even
1: reduce I mean, if, their if, practice. Yeah, I mean, I don't you know. know if if so. So if look, I can't I can't again speak authoritatively about what what converts or mm. or um people who are newly discovered their rediscovered perhaps their faith uh are told to do i'm aware i you mm. know uh, you know i know i know that in some you know on certain some on in some occasions and i've witnessed it myself they do get told to go away and seek knowledge so to speak um Maybe Looking back at your own yeah, uh, history, yeah, but um, well, but yeah. I think I, th- you know, I I, th- I don't think mm. that was always in isolation. Mm. Clearly, if if that is all you're being told to do, that, that I think again, nobody's gonna, nobody's yeah, gonna, mean, no, no,
0: no, it's a bit of a character, I don't mean, yeah, it, uh, that's the only thing, that, but just the An fact, over-emphasis, that, yeah, and if, it, if, yeah. It's,
1: if it's overemphasized, that that, that 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 that's clearly a problem. I mean,
0: uh, I forgot what his name was this guy who was um the head of design at, under Steve Jobs, right, in in um, in Apple, Jonathan he, Ives no 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 Bef- wait, before him so he wrote a book called creative selection right okay. i remember i just listened to a lecture of his i haven't read the book but he he described his whole thing in a in a lecture creative selection like natural selection yeah but it was like in uh, an, an interesting design process but he, he they were talking about the the safari browser yeah okay. when they remade the safari browser from scratch yep. and they had one main metric to keep in mind yeah, yeah i always remember this now uh, kind of um, this reminded me of this When I was kind of uh, Looking into this era. And that was He goes Our main metric is Whatever we do It has to make the page load faster
1: Okay Whatever
0: code you Whatever button you add Or whatever yeah. you do If it makes the page load slower Yep You have to make savings elsewhere Or re- sure. Rewrite some code Yep And that's our north star That's our aim Kind of where We're looking towards And I thought This is how we should be When it comes to Knowledge. Any knowledge that you learn, it should have an impact of making your chassia increase, making your practice better, making you uh, make for who? Your, a, any for you,
1: you, yourself? For any individual. Not,
0: not, not, not like a person whose job it is. Or right teacher. there, you go. Okay, so, so that the general, the general. Yeah, so Muslim. important caveat, but no, 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 right, no, no. But hang on a minute.
1: Important <laughs> caveat. You need to be careful again in the message. This is public, yeah. you know. So. Well, what is that caveat?
0: Okay, even someone Let's say for argument's sake Someone who's a researcher or whatever Mm, I'm not sure I completely agree with that Yeah, of course At least it shouldn't have a negative impact On your practice On your khashiyah On your Islamic akhlaq Not Islamic, on your akhlaq Yeah If you end up learning something And maybe this is a bit uh, controversial But I think on a broader level No, line, I'm again I'm not sure. This. Again, I'm not sure. If you learn something and it yeah. causes your practice to decrease.
1: Yeah. No, I'm not again I'm not sure I completely agree with that. Either. No, I'm not sure I can you agree think with of that. an example. No, I mean we can clearly think of right, there are there are a number of 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 of, of uh sciences um um within the Islamic tradition that don't automatically go that direction, but you could make a case that they they, they can right. Particularly, they the really the the no, they won't decrease, but they. No, they're that's very, what I'm saying. Yeah, they. They shouldn't
0: be an. Uh, they shouldn't increase your loading time. Right. To all to all all yeah.
1: Form. Again, you're. I think you're trying to. Yeah. You're simplifying a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, go ahead. So yeah. No. I mean you you can t- because again you you can't have the same judgement like let t- if we take a, a a block of knowledge right yeah. okay we can't uh, apply the same um outcome to that in all circumstances right 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 well, because it has because it's human beings right so that like you know you may you may study and learn that okay and it actually increases your iman right Somebody else could learn that that same block of knowledge and it doesn't, it has a neutral impact.
0: We're not talking about neutral, we're talking right? about negative. I've, hang on a minute. Yeah. Just let me get there. Okay. Right. So, I mean, yeah. right. <laughs>
1: Go on. That really doesn't help. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. So, a, a block of knowledge, right? Yeah. Person A learns it, it increases them in faith. Person B learns it and it just has no neutral. impact, right? And neutral. And person C learns it and it actually decreases their faith. So, you know, how. You know how do you judge? But I mean, so you agree that do you say that it, that shouldn't, it C shouldn't have it shouldn't have that impact? But I'm not so saying for person C, right, that because it has that impact on person C, I'm not saying he shouldn't he shouldn't now learn that block of knowledge. I'm saying he should do something to counteract it.
0: That's what I'm saying. Make savings elsewhere. Okay,
1: fine. Yeah? So know. the
0: point, like like the Safari browser, yeah. example. If you do okay. something that, so the idea, the point is, we shouldn't be, we shouldn't even call that knowledge. That's information. If you, my opinion, yeah. if you want, if you want, if you want, again, I mean the, the, there's data, just, again, I'm not whatever. sure. There's again, yeah, I'm not sure. And then there's uh, knowledge. I okay, think so knowledge
1: you, is, you, you're, you again, you know, we come from a faith tradition, um, uh, that See, now th- he's woken up, mashallah. I need, to
0: poke, I need to poke and prod him. No. To I mean,
1: a faith <laughs> tradition, we come from a faith tradition right? that's scripturally um, grounded, right? And that scripture has a language, right? That's the Arabic language. Mm-hmm. And inspired by the Arabic language, we have a set of terms as well. By which we, we understand and approach the world, okay, and um, as a necessity, we have to translate many of those terms,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, okay, into our own particular vernaculars, right? And so we're using here now knowledge and information, okay, but then you need to be careful, right? Because when you go back to the original language, right, to Arabic um, and and the terms that the that, the that, that, that are used, particularly those terms which have uh, some kind of scriptural. Um, uh, genealogy to them Right mm-hmm. Then mm-hmm. Um, You know We need to be careful Right Because you're saying Now you've decided to say That well This is knowledge And this is information Right If we go backwards Can we Can we up, Can we can we make yeah. that distinction Yeah we can well, You haven't even this, Let me complete the idea Right <laughs> Right. <laughs> this is ilm, And what's Il- this ilmunnafya. Right Okay well, There you ilmunnafya. go What is that Ilmun yeah. what Ilmun la yanfa oh, No I'm not sure You can say that right
0: uh, if, if 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 some knowledge it Decreases your for, iman
1: for that person maybe it, yeah of course yeah but you you can't make it luck you can't make a generalization yeah of
0: I'm saying on a personal level yeah obviously someone might you know learn yeah, something you, beneficial He needs to be very c- become uh, be, um, arrogant or whatever that's not yeah. beneficial for him so that's my point of in knowledge has become I think we've absorbed just uh, the the see the, the, so for the, example I right, let like, take something the the trends take something around us.
1: take take a. Uh, a common example coming from a particular perspective right yeah. which is the kind of d- d- um uh really um what's the word to, to describe it really in depth you could say uh uh investigations and discussions about the nature of god okay uh and his being far- and his attributes yeah. not just as much as but just you know uh you know um which in the Islamic tradition, if you move back into Arabic, right, is often termed Ilmul kalam, right. Mm-hmm. Um, if you approach, if you look at Ilmul kalam, if you come at ilmul that discipline of Ilmul kalam, right. So I've already, by the way, expl- kind of explained what it is, right. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and you 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 look at ilmul kalam from an antagonist. You come from it from a from a tradition that tradition the tradition Anti-Kalam. That traditionally, right, an mm-hmm. anti kalam. Sorry, yeah. yeah, helping me out. Khair, right, you come from an anti kalam background, right? Because there are groups and there are trends and strands of Islamic thought that have, you know, from the off been cynical and skeptical about the value mm. of that discipline, right? Um people have often described I uh, have often said of Ilm al Kalam that it that it doesn't um um you know that it, that it that it doesn't bend that it doesn't that it doesn't impact the heart large. that it doesn't yeah exactly and they make mm. a generalization that it doesn't impact um the the human heart in a positive way it doesn't it doesn't grow it doesn't increase one in um but what uh, it, god consciousness even the, and the fearing god and, people and say that yeah well i wouldn't say pro within pro but within the kalam tradition or certainly those a number of figures no, from the su- they, from the sufi yeah. Uh, who have more of a, uh, a, a, a the, again? Like somebody said, right, from a Sufi background, mm-hmm. okay. Ma- many famous figures, you know, from Islamic history, um, who have been practitioners of kalam, or have been very vo- wo- very well versed in kalam, have also been cognizant of mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. some of its, uh, you know, some of the potential dangers. But then, you know, again, like I said, we need to be careful. So if you again come from an anti-kalam perspective, it's very easy to come across generalizations where you say, well, look, you know, ilm al kalam, that's a uh, an unnecessary um yeah. topic or subject area uh and the best thing we can do as a faith community as a civilization is to ditch to ditch that uh, I, I i i would i i would argue that that's a very dangerous um um very dangerous approach and a very dangerous strategy a very dangerous um 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 mind frame um you can say that look you know maybe not everybody benefits from a study in al kalam and arguably even some people can can uh you know get involved in a discussion in a kalami discussion yeah. right uh, and it yeah, does as you said it, the reduces, it reduces yeah. it reduces it could potentially have the effect of reducing their um their iman
0: i mean i've spoken to but i still don't want
1: to i still i still don't think that's that's i still don't think that is um I still don't think that that is sufficient to now to to, to make a judgment on on, on on the discipline as a whole or on a particular facet of it as being, you know, Ilmun
0: But it could be for anything could be ilmun la It's a personal thing. Uh, that's why even Mashaykh that I've spoken to who are who teach kalam yeah. They're like, No, for this guy no.
1: <laughs> right, okay. It's not right. beneficial yeah, for yeah. you. Yeah, but right? then that could be a lot or, of things. Yeah. yeah, exactly,
0: exactly. But that's why I don't think we because it's because of the the kind of um uh, uh, i don't know standardization of a and mass, here, bro. mass uh <laughs> yeah mass kind of uh, 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 transmission of knowledge yeah uh, or or maybe standardization of curricula or whatever it's become less about the pers- the point of knowledge in the first place just yeah. to build a xyz person right and more about like the the just the the the, the uh, uh, enlightenment kind of view of knowledge of just just pouring Pouring water from one vessel to another—that's how that—that's that—that's knowledge. That's done. It's more just a cognitive thing. It's um, not kind of like if you, like if you maybe this would be a bit um, controversial. I don't know, heretical. Uh, if you learn, yeah. imagine someone who's been praying their sunnah and their uh, all their life, and you know the sunnah prayers before and after the whatever, and you know they, that's normal for them. It's not hard for them. It's it's just a normal part of their life. Then they learn Well actually this is, you know. And learn and The technical details Okay yeah The one who does it Is rewarded And the one uh, The one who leaves it Is not punished so forth Then the, And then they stop Praying their sunnas Is that knowledge That's benefited them?
1: Yeah no I don't Yeah I mean, who, I'm not sure Too many people Would argue that it has Right but I mean again I'm not sure So look I mean I don't think Broadly speaking There's any yeah. real Disagreement here man Yeah um, um, But I think Some of the brought some of the more general comments you've made are slightly <laughs> dangerous you know and maybe yeah, those are the know. best
0: types but you put, your, put and, your uh thing close uh, to your mouth
1: sorry i beg your pardon yeah i was just yeah um you yeah, no, i think um some yeah the you know the broad spirit of what you've said I, I think very few people disagree with but some of the you know conclusions you draw you draw from that uh, I bit am a bit heretical not heretical <laughs> I don't think heretical is sometimes a trendy let us know
0: in the, in the comments below if you a heretical these
1: days is like have seen a bit trendy it's right cool, yeah, you like know? Radical yeah exactly radical heretical um so I think that that's actually um dis- What about that, con- that's actually a clever way of, of yeah, praising yourself once <laughs> <whilst he, whilst laughs> pretending to, to gotta be careful with this guy man he's uh, right, he knows know. all the tricks mashallah but, um, the,
0: What about the contextualizing knowledge part of what the sheikh said how do you contextualize knowledge how could you how do you contextualize some I don't know half the things that we learn in a no, normal first freak, thing we should k-
1: <laughs> <the one laughs> and ask him directly <laughs> himself you know yeah. uh, he said it um
0: what's your vision then for okay, for history for Islamic studies on Islam Trinity? How do you think we could contextualize certain things to actually benefit people?
1: So yeah, um so is this kind of some very long seg- you know, long <laughs> transition into <laughs> talking about, <laughs> about history, um and this is your segue moment. Um History is one
0: of those things where, I mean, it's like, it can be argued. Now, this is going to probably vex you a bit. Let's pay devil's advocate here. History is not needed. It's just information and trivia. And, you know, uh, it's not something that many Muslims kind of pay attention to. Right? I don't think Um, they do. I
1: think, yeah, that that, that one, I think, uh, uh, anecdotally at least, is... Um, again is it because it doesn't benefit I'm not sure that's well, the Why do I need to know
0: when the battle of Hastings was To benefit my life <laughs> Unless someone who wants Why to be a millionaire Why do you need to
1: know when something. the battle of uh, Uhud was Or yeah. Qadisiyah, Or Ankara Or you know just thinking of the top of my head um, You know um, Why yeah. is that
0: useful Is that useful in, in knowledge
1: Is it? Yeah it definitely can be Yeah I mean just you know um, I why people why people don't uh, so, I are mean, certainly again you know i'm not sure this is the best the best way to approach the <laughs> the, 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 su- the subject um but you know history as a discipline and knowledge um uh if you if you take it from the, the way you what you've set up as uh in terms of there's lots of knowledge floating around these days mm. uh, lots of information, information. Rather, floating around these days okay and um Many people are busy in, in information acquisition And, and, and uh, for a lot of those people Moving into smaller and smaller sets right? You, that doesn't actually have any positive impact In terms of an Islamic uh, From an Islamic viewpoint uh, I, I, I'm not sure if I guess you could You could apply that to Islamic history But I'm not sure that's a, a fruitful way of thinking about it mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Right um, Because first uh, On the whole Right separated from 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 that do I think Islamic history is a useful and important discipline absolutely right um it's and it's just a function of any meaningful mature um civilization and uh, any civilizational mm-hmm. enterprise right is to um, uh, is to you know uh, uh, is to um Investigate and uh, r- uh, to investigate and write about uh, its own history. Um, Islam is no different from that, okay? Just from. from so, the I mean, I
0: characterise- I caricatured it by saying, when was the battle of XYZ? Just uh, a list of dates and events, you know? You haven't challenged that. Do, do you, So, do you regard something like that simply as being history, or to, is it to use it something more?
1: Yeah, well I, I mean I was I was trying to get <laughs> I was trying to get there but again the nature of these kind of um uh you know these things is actually it, it doesn't often lend to mm-hmm. mature reflection does it because you know people's attention spans are often so short and um you're probably concerned about viewers getting switched off <laughs> and uh, so any kind of meaningful uh, engagement with your question uh, is often yeah. difficult because you want to kind of just chop it halfway through. And so really we don't get to say anything meaningful. Uh, but, you know, so um, first train of thought has been lost. <laughs> and let's try to get back to what you're saying. Look, I think history is valuable, bro. I mean, you know, if you keep it simple, maybe keep it to the level that you want. You know, history is good and we should learn history why the learning history? Well, I'm not sure you really want a proper detailed <laughs> answer, bro, because halfway through you're going to change subject again. I'm trying to yeah, so, help you along um, you seemed a bit no, tongue tied. No, I didn't seem tongue tied. Just yeah. uh, maybe a more reflective answer <laughs> that has some yeah. pauses in there as well. <laughs> Sorry, too many pregnant pauses. (laughs) (laughs) Again, is that what we're going to lose? Like fifty percent of the audience? They're going to start going off onto their uh, like uh, smartphones or something. Yeah. Um, Look, Um, history. uh, History is Islamic history is very important. Mm -hmm. I I believe honestly, right? Um, uh, And has can have a transformative impact. Um. On 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 many Muslim lives, right on the lives of 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 of, of Muslims, but I mean, you know, I don't want to even. I'm not sure. I completely actually want to even just because I'm being thing here, right? just sticking my ass down my ground. I'm not sure. I necessarily want to even go down that road, right? You know, the road of um, Islamic history and history is only valuable if it's. Making everybody pray, you know, eight rakahs mm-hmm. more of the hajjah every night, you know, or eight or not more, just simply, you know, let's get to the stage mm-hmm. where, we're do- where we're doing that, right? And if mm-hmm. it doesn't, ah, uh, waste of time, right? Chuck it in the bin, you know. Uh, y- sorry, man, if that sounds thing, but that's the a- attitude of a lot of mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm not sure I want to even entertain that, 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 uh, that approach, uh, you know, in of itself. Right. So which is why I actually come back to looking at the way you kind of decided to set it up. I was oh, I didn't was accept it. Really that was well. a different. Uh, partly, a but partly it certainly yeah. it certainly um, it flows very naturally. It flows very naturally into what we're talking about now. Yeah. Right. And whether you set that up artfully on purpose or not mm. is besides just the, make it look that way is besides the point. Right. I mean, I wasn't I just yeah. to know. Right? I didn't I didn't I didn't take I didn't accept everything you had yeah. to say. And I def- I still don't. Okay, and I think here, this is a good. This mm. is a good example of why just kind of um, <laughs> um, generalizing the way that you did, right, is problematic. Because um, I, you know, look at looking at the discipline here, Islamic history. I'm not sure that we can um, make that kind of uh, easy um, armchair uh, kind of judgment that oh, it doesn't, it doesn't um, increase a person. In their faith, right? Therefore, this is a. a, a no,
0: I didn't say it doesn't increase. Right, or even as you said, it okay, go on. Decrease. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah.
1: halas. Which, you know. Um,
0: so I thought you agreed on that.
1: I agree that on the whole, on the whole, bro. But I mean, I don't think it's, a, it's an easy thing to use to just to, to, like I said, because it's it's about individuals here. So yeah. I don't think it's, it's an easy, in fact, I think it's, it's, um, not just an so easy, I don't think it's a useful tool, full stop. What should be to our, to decide me- the value of sciences as a whole? Yeah. If we're looking at sciences or Islamic sciences in the abstract, right? Does Islamic history um have any value or not let's use the the yardstick of does it decrease somebody's faith ilm al-kalam does it you know i i don't think that's a a valuable way of approaching it look islamic history um is is impo- I, I think important uh, in 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 so many ways right i mean um we you know as muslims okay many of us uh, I can't again. I can't. I'm cautious of making generalizations. Right. Um, our view of faith, right, is that it's a tradition uh, that has validity. Well, I think. I've, in fact, I'm not to say. I think it's fine to generalize here. I think pretty much every Muslim believes that Islam, right, um, uh, expression of Islam and Islamic faith and practice today, right, is is a meaningful. Hmm. Um, well, I'm kind of getting lost in my words now, aren't I? So this would be a good point to kind of cut and, um, <laughs> and, um, and do things, right?
0: On the topic of useless trivia, here's you've been served. <laughs> All right, name someone from the '60s who appears in high school history books. This was Americans. Name somebody from Poden. Name someone from the 60s okay. who appears in high school history books today. So the most common answer you think you'd get. But
1: we don't have high schools here. We have secondary schools.
0: Firstly, we do have high schools because I went to one. Secondly, this was I said it's from ah. America.
1: Still. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I think we should just scrap yeah. that and check in the bin. I do not high deign to uh, answer this question. What, <laughs> what it's would American me. high
0: school <laughs> book uh, include
1: uh, I don't know uh, Elvis Presley or something <laughs> <like> that. <That's laughs> was he from
0: the 60s no he's well, yeah. oh, I so think he says? lived <coughs> broadly
1: through the 60s great that's uh, I there you feel, go. I feel anyone else
0: <laughs> next okay The high, the number one was MLK <laughs> Jr you can see I your know, eyes moving to the, say, the um, left or something. Uh, or whether I should just say Henry
1: VIII, right? Just to be um, how uh, close? Just to be thick, right? No, Henry VIII is <coughs> a few, or few decades Or John F. Kennedy to that. take it seriously. Okay, he's
0: number four. Okay, there we on go. the list. Right, yeah. Two more. I've given you the
1: first. So again, one. do you want me a serious? One? Oh God! I've given
0: you the first. This is our history editor, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no. I- I, so I'm, getting, I'm getting finding the, the whole process really. to be, ro- you know, to be, you know, tedious. You'll see the, the the
0: the 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 wisdoms later when you can uh, when you can speak.
1: Right. Okay. So we've mentioned JFK, Martin Luther King, uh, Malcolm X. There you go. Nice um, number two. Let's carry on. Yeah, Malcolm X. One more person, number three. Um, uh, I don't know. One of the Beatles, perhaps. If you know, in the comments below, let's leave it. John uh, Lennon. Let's
0: leave it un, uh, unsaid, unspoken, and we'll see if someone gets in the comments below. Right. Second, out of crucial questions, you'll be glad to know this is the last one. Who do you think had the greatest mind in all history? What? These are Americans again. Yeah. No, These so. are like really huh? stupid no, questions. Non-Muslims. Yeah, So who do you think The general population Muslim and non-Muslim The world surveyed with this Who do you think Had the greatest Surveyed in the world You've surveyed people Across the world 100 people 100 people yeah. across the world 100% hundred I don't know how many Exact people
1: <laughs> Where exactly Were these people surveyed In the Anglosphere In the Anglosphere <laughs> Where in the Anglosphere <laughs> I don't know That's, that's going to make that's A big G- difference G- no?
0: Against GDPR Right regulations uh, you know, too. England Alabama. America
1: Canada Australia Where was it Max?
0: America, your was well, They were people. surveyed
1: in America. Yeah. The hundred greatest minds. Yeah, in all of it. And history. then again, you know, where were, where was the survey conducted in America? Was it in the middle of nowhere, you know? I don't know, hits, man. You know, was it you know was it in some this? you know,
0: again, you know, it's, It was carried out in <laughs> the United States of Asia. Yeah, was it carried out in it's some Ivy League? E. Well, it's not all the same, it's is all is all the same,
1: it? it's Amer- <laughs> Americans. <Yeah. laughs> the odds are gonna vary significantly. A random, random
0: survey. I mean, it looks like it was you not. Know? Who carried out
1: this survey? You guys?
0: Uh, I don't know who carried out. It was. It right. was. Uh, Where, out was Where was this? Where was this question station, picked out from? I don't know. It was just sent to me, bro.
1: Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Got another
0: podcast out for? Us if you want, might want to. No. Up. No. Um,
1: <laughs> I don't, You know. Daffy Duck. Daffy Duck.
0: Our says <coughs> No, I'm afraid okay. not. Right. He's a man of the people, normally, but he uh, didn't quite get this one. <laughs> Go on. I'll give you one more. One, one more? more try.
1: One more try. The
0: six names here I've got of the greatest minds yeah. in the American uh,
1: Celebrate. <laughs> Macaulay Culkin. I'm afraid <coughs> they don't. Oh know. damn! They uh, didn't think he was uh, one of the greatest minds.
0: He's one of the greatest actors, not right. the greatest minds. <laughs>
1: okay, right. <laughs> God.
0: But uh, you know, if your house, la is uh, subject to a, a burglary, <laughs> a pre-planned burglary with with enough notice during right. Christmas, and you, I know who wouldn't <laughs> I'd want on my side. Right. Uh, okay. Number one was Albert Einstein. Maybe you've heard of him.
1: Has it's, some uh, vague familiarity yeah. with him.
0: He's uh, the second is Leonardo da Vinci, not DiCaprio. Oh.
1: Yeah. <laughs> What's the difference between the two?
0: <laughs> da Vinci was in Titanic. Uh, Jesus Christ was number three. Okay. Yeah. Malcolm X was uh, number four. Benjamin Franklin was number five. And uh, let us know number six in the comments. See if you get them. Uh, it's a bit of a shocker. Anyway, so back to the you were saying about history, right? So a lot of Muslims, like myself, me, so you know, I'm not proud of this, but I'm a complete jahil when it comes to, you know, history as a as a as a science i only kind of dabble in stuff that I, I find interesting yeah i've never actually sat down and like read a history book for the sake of learning history is that something you find normal for muslims is it something that annoys you or do you think it's a failure on i don't know society's part for uh, not not making history you know exciting for younger younger minds as they're coming up because yeah. I mentioned history, what's the benefit of knowing when the Battle of Hastings was? Your your but
1: question now more is about uh, why, what um, is history being taught almost acad- uh, uh, um, adequately or not? Okay, is is that is sounds that the reason? more like that sounds more like well, I mean, to me, I'm just saying how the question appears, mm. right? That appears to be the question, um, and on on that level, I I would um, you know get um, my answer probably wouldn't surprise you, right? I no, I don't think history's um. Always tweet in the most engaging, uh, you know, in the most engaging fashion, and that I'm, I'm sure has some, mm. um, you know, has uh, it's part of the reason why uh, people don't know as much history as they do. Then there are plenty of other factors as well, right? Um, you know, there's lots of other distractions. Um, people have less and less um, time for mm. engagement in intellectual pursuits like that. Perhaps they don't, you know, again, they've not the value um of them uh of that hasn't properly been elaborated, like I guess with something hopefully try, <laughs> we're trying to mm-hmm. uh, to do that we haven't i don't think approached that properly yet uh, in, in in talking about it um but yeah so how
0: would you elaborate then for so someone like myself because I do want to increase my knowledge of history and on my kids as well, I want to imbue them with like a you know a, a sense of value for that
1: what yeah um yeah you know, I, I I I've tried in my own. Uh, I started trying in my own um, uh, stuttering way to try to explain that. I don't know um, where that's going to end up in the in the cuts and the takes. Right. Um, uh, this is version seventy five, <laughs> by the way. Um,
0: that was before the little segue. So let's just um, imagine it's cut out. So. Yeah. So I'm giving uh, you, I'm giving you um, graciously giving a round two at that day
1: day three of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: yeah. your hair's gone longer
1: <laughs> all these yeah. new 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 staff as well yeah. floating around us no uh look um Islamic history uh it, 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 first before we get to the value of right do I think i i you know, I, I I think it's worth saying okay even if it's just anecdotally again right um um that I think you know yeah there's a generally a significant... Level of historical illiteracy in our community. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, people are very. Uh, you know, people know hardly anything about Islamic history. On the whole, Muslims, right? We know Sirah. We um, know Sira Yeah, and the general. You know, even if you're yeah. if you're talking about somebody who's uh, kind of maybe engaged in their faith in a very in an active way. Mm. Um, you know, for them, oftentimes, for many people like that, my from my own experience and from talking to others as well, is is that individuals like that will know a little bit about Sira. They might know, if, if they're really studious, they might know quite a lot about Sira, right? Mm-hmm. And they focus on Sira. And then they'll, uh, if they're, you know, uh, if they've paid history a little bit of attention or they've seen some kind of value in, in it, that will extend to um, the companions, right? And they'll know a little bit about the, the lives of the companions and uh, especially the era. If we're talking about historical eras, about the Khulafa, right? The the, the four rightly mm. guided caliphs after the death of the Prophet ﷺ. Mm. And they'll know something about that era and the events and the goings-on um, uh, in, in those early decades of Islamic history. And then it will pretty much come to a full stop. You know?
0: There will be a big they, gap and then right.
1: And they might know... Well, yeah, <laughs> they might know. And then it becomes very sporadic. They may mm. or may not know a little bit about the early caliphs. Um, and then, yeah, like you said... Malcolm X would be a figure And then it could just be You know Sporadic Individual Mm -hmm. figures They may Mm -hmm. have heard You know If you're lucky Like somebody like Salahuddin Ayyubi You know The great Islamic Leader Who uh, Led the um, Muslim forces In recapturing Jerusalem In the middle ages And many other Not many other Sorry From the many other Uh, Great figures from Islamic history They're individuals That they may or may not You know uh, uh, Know about And we move into the modern era And we come up with Somebody like Malcolm X uh, Or or Others like him And and that's kind of The the limit of Of uh, The historical awareness Mm. You know Um, And again It's it's a generalisation Right So you know We're always going to come across Individuals Exceptional individuals Who who do know far more than that Uh, We're not You know Discussion is not about people People like that Um but Islam, it, 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 you know, Islamic history. What, what? At least let's explore some of the uh, the functionality, right? If you want, um, and uh, the value, right, of uh, Islamic history. You know, we live in a we we, we live or we ascribe to a tradition that says, okay, that it has value, right, in every age, mm. right, and that Islam today. Right is a. It's not just a religion. It's not just a set of dogmas and rituals, okay. That are that that were prescribed several centuries ago. And mm-hmm. uh, a Muslim is simply somebody who uh, uh, adheres to those dogmas and carries out those rituals. Uh, very few Muslims would describe their faith as simply just that very small circle uh, of, of 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 issues, uh, for want of a better word. Okay. Um, uh, most Muslims will say that no, Islam is a is a civilizational um, idea, right? Islam is a civilizational, uh, uh, it, it, it's a civilizational mm. idea. It's a faith that has a civilization that has a relevance uh, in the modern world. Okay, and we live Muslims, we live our faith in mm. the modern world. Mm. Um, if that's the case, right, and if Islam is a, civ- a, a positive civilizational force, um, and Muslims are living Islam. And living their faith in the modern world today, right, have something relevant to offer. Um, the question is, how have we got here, right? You know, if if Islam was a civilization when revealed, and has remained so, mm. right, throughout all of the centuries that separate us today from its founding moment, right? There's a question of how we come here, right? Uh, what was that civilization like? Right uh, at the time of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and what happened to it in in, in all of those intervening centuries? Because we we can often again, like I said, if we go back to what the level of literacy is, many of us might be able to have a stab at. Okay, right? No, Islam wasn't just um, the six pillars of faith and the five pillars of practice, if you want to say. You know, yeah. the Shahada is. You know, not necessarily a, 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 a pillar of practice but you know the five pillars okay um, but it's more than that you know it was the community in Medina mm. right it was um, Islam as the prophet and his That's companions true. lived in Medina right um, if you want pop you know look at it in a kind of a, a, a expressed in an a, um, a, a media in a media fashion Pop, it's, it's like what we saw what we see in the message right or um you know um not that i've seen it but i've heard people chat about it a lot it's it's what we saw on the umar series right mm-hmm. uh, this is you know again those people like me who didn't catch it it's a culture, it
0: a, it's to a civilization yeah right a, a really language. popular
1: tv program talking yeah. about the life of the or that's mm-hmm. covered the life of the second caliph right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's what that's what people would describe yeah um so it, it, today if we want to um, realize our faith fully um, and not just have it as a little limited set of doctrines and practices, but want to have it as a fully fledged civilizational um, uh, uh, you know force yeah. right in the world, uh, force for good, as it was you know in the time of the prophets of something that we can describe what what about how, how do we get to how 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 do we implement mm. that how do we realize that today do we simply transplant what we know of um uh the prophet and his community 1400 y- years ago to today mm. uh, you know how do we do that can that really be done meaningfully um um you know that's certainly one approach right one mm. approach you know uh, is to say that look um uh, you know the only civilization that, that matters kind of then m-
0: kind of uh, gets people in little bubbles, I guess that maybe the it 's difficult to to go straight from there and g- have a contextualized message for someone in such a radically different landscape it 's hard to exactly be like them when your politics is different, your culture is different your the way th- economy is different the markets are different the the the, the, the literally the cult the, the climate is different right the the way yeah. your your families are set your tribe right. is set up okay is
1: so you're already you're already now describing what i think would be mm-hmm. some of the problems with the very first approach to that mm-hmm. problem yeah right but i, I st- don't before we want to jump to that point <laughs> Right. Uh, it's, worth, it's worth saying a little bit about mm. people who have that view There is a view, I mean it's a caricature of, of people that hold that mindset But they do exist, okay, right And again, um, you know, uh, they're often described I don't want to, I don't want to now, it, it would be, it would be unfair to say This is what Salaf. because you know, the people that often are described with this kind of mindset Are people we call, would label the Salafis uh, these days and I don't want to be um unfair or just make this as some kind of session where we kind of just bash salafis um but you know if you want to locate that kind of thought mm. um that in its um if not in that kind of most extreme um fashion that I just outlined right certainly exists and that that's basically that look right Islam. Um, we, you know, Islam. The only Islam that matters is Islam that was practiced at the time of the Prophet. We want Islam today. We just need to replicate that, right? And anything in between is irrelevant. Um, you know, um, then, then that, that that kind of thought does exist, and it's a problem for exactly the reasons you've said, right? And the question arises. You know, be, even before we get there, people who be, uh, people will ask, you know, well, my faith, right? Uh, okay, the Prophet and his companions. Um, pra- uh, Practised it uh, And they lived it As a community But what about after that You know There is Like I said There's this huge black hole Right um, Almost I don't know, 1300 years plus uh, Of What happens with Islam What happens I mean. with Islam And God's revelation uh, The prophetic practice How does that Materialise in the world
0: As a civilizational?
1: Yeah, force Yeah You know um, mm. And And You're either left with that first approach Which is to say that Well it doesn't matter It's Mm -hmm. irrelevant Okay Um, We don't need to worry about that And in fact People are The the people who have Of that persuasion broadly Actually find um, Islamic history And the practice of Muslims In the intervening centuries To be something they're uncomfortable with Okay, it wasn't
0: the pure pristine. Right. Okay, it wasn't the pure kind of, pristine
1: uh, Islam of the of the uh, Salaf. of the Salaf of the Salaf companions. Salaf as- right, of the Salaf of as- Salih. Right. Okay. Um, the, and the, the reason why I think it, why I think history one of the reasons why history is so important is because um, although we do I think all of us valorize mm. the um, uh, the the Salaf right the earliest generations of Islam. Because um, the Prophet ﷺ spoke about their virtue, okay, and their excellence, uh, and the Quran speaks about their virtue and excellence mm. as well, mm. right? Okay, um, but like you said, right? We cannot um, simply replicate their society in today's society without any changes. That's not a po- that's not a that's not a enterprise mm. that is possible, okay? And not just that. Uh, if we do value what they said Then we know that, that Their teaching was that Islam is Something that is valid for All times and all places mm. And so it must adapt Right? It has adapted And the history, part of the reason of, of why Islamic history is so valuable Is it's the investigation It's the it's Looking at how Muslims Tried to live their faith yeah. um, You know Tried to be Muslims Faithful to God Faithful to his prophet uh, With all of the human failings and shortcomings that we have mm, Okay mm. Especially as people who are You know Separated from that divine That prophetic moment And from that you know Prophetic light Okay Devoid of that light mm, mm. Right Without the prophet Sallallahu in our presence yes, mm. Our flaws The human flaws Are only going to be manifested and multiplied Alright mm. So you know any attempt we have to live our faith in a real way are always going to be, it's always going to be, it's always going to be deficient, right? But you but, learn, but the lessons so are valuable. Yeah. The lessons yeah. are valuable because they're still, inshallah, we hope that we still have the best opinion of our, of our, um, you know, um, um, uh, parted part, yeah, you know, mm. the Muslim brothers and sisters have parted in, you know, and again, we, you know, the Quran enjoins us to have that opinion of them. Right? Mm. They tried their best, okay, and, and they tried to adapt Islam to the circumstances and situations in which they found themselves. Sometimes, mm. the, you know, that might have involved mistakes because of flaws in their character yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. But we, I, we, we kind of, there's a, we have a filter for that, right? Or we're supposed I'm sold. To have a I'm sold
0: Now, that. I mean, you've you've inspired me to, <laughs> yeah, you, you become less of an illiterate in history. Uh, alhamdulillah. So just before we, I mean, w- w- lost track of time a bit. Before we wrap up, I wanted I want you to just briefly explain um, some of the your your vision for the coming uh, weeks and months for Islam trillion In our history section. Now um, you're working on um, what you call and loosely called kind of Muslim heroes of the modern e- kind of anti-colonial. Uh, that's just one project yeah. so one project, yeah that's yeah. yeah
1: so I mean that's just why picking up from picking important. up from what you yeah. picking up from um, uh, the earlier question you had about mm. um, uh, you know which kind of alluded to reasons for mm. why people mm. maybe don't know too much history and it's not taught yeah. very well it's not it's not you know it's not um, packaged very well it's not you know um, is to is to look at well, Right. I mean, uh, the project—one of the projects that we have on uh, uh, potentially uh, on the go for Islam Twenty One C—is looking at um, anti-colonial heroes from the Muslim world who fought mm-hmm. uh, who fought um, uh, resistance campaigns against uh, European imperialism. Uh, what um, and what I think we've we we've, you know collectively sat down and, and thought this is a good project for a number of reasons. First, because the historical era is um broadly speaking from the 17th century in the common era to the 19th mm-hmm. end of the 19th century so it's why is that relevant why is that important because it's touching on an era of islamic history that is much closer to our own right mm-hmm. we've already said how you know pretty much it's the very early phase of islamic history that gets any attention if it does mm. right the remainder of islamic history remains this kind of just blank slate um, um, for which people really know li- very little um, that the era that is closest to ours is, is of value because in looking and examining and learning more about this era which mm-hmm. is very close to ours mm. um, we get to learn about Muslims who are in a world that is much more familiar and similar to our own yeah. Right? that prophetic era is so far away, so distant it can almost seem like another world Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas the world uh, that these heroes inhabited is a much more familiar world to us. So and the so
0: period just before our current. Right. Period. Yeah.
1: a Period just before leading up to even some yeah. of the, some of the some of the some of the individuals that we're hopefully going to be talking about and producing some content on, like you yeah. know, uh, like Omar uh, al-Mukhtar and uh, Zidane al qassam Right these are 20th century I hope that doesn't
0: that doesn't get us banned on YouTube or something.
1: Right these are 20th century <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah well yeah. 20th century uh 20th century Muslims. So yeah we're right up to right mm. up to the last you know maybe just going back to uh, sort we're of We're 20th century muslims as well. Oh well, yeah. There you go. Yeah we are you know. <laughs> so um you know, only if only only just uh, just uh, several decades back, okay. uh, and we and we and we get to that era. So so the the era because it's much there's a proximity to our own time, and that proximity um, uh, mm. leads is uh, uh, is a fun, is means this familiarity, and the familiarity means the lessons are easier mm. to draw. Mm. Okay, mm. Uh, the second reason, or not second reason, the reason to approach this era through the lens of. Um, uh, Muslim heroes. So we're, you know, the idea is to look at not just the colonial era, the era where European empires dominated the Muslim world, uh, but it's to look into that uh, 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 into that era through the lens of great heroic figures, because mm-hmm. broadly speaking, uh, heroic figures inspire and they catch people's attention, mm-hmm. and we want to get people excited and, and interested about history, and mm-hmm. so um, there are a few better ways then getting sure. then getting them on board by you know giving them the story of some of of a heroic figure yeah. and selling yeah. them a good story and and most uh, many of these um you know sadly neglected and unknown heroic figures still have amazingly um uh, exciting uh, uh stories yeah yeah um yeah. and so you know hopefully I mean, yeah, um, that's part I didn't know of most <laughs> of the ones that
0: you were um you know you mentioned the other day we were discussing it um, and they were new to me and the stories were you know quite inspiring so really look forward to uh, looking at that you know that series coming soon to some Trinity inshallah no pressure <laughs> <laughs> but yes pressure but uh, b- expect but something yeah. in another 20-30 <laughs> years in the, in the 20th into 21st century inshallah In the 22nd century <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah I mean it's been great speaking to you I hope, uh, hope we haven't tired you out too much um been the I first hope I haven't tired you out too much. <laughs> it's been the first of your monthly podcasts for Soundtrip. Just kidding. <laughs> Close up his face. Um, before we finish. I don't need I'm to, bro. Do, uh, I'm, I can <laughs> tell you these guys over here
1: already don't want another one. They're yeah. like <laughs> running together. <laughs> they want to get they out. Wanna, they wanna jump out the window. Yes, right. Um, before we so finish. I've, su- I've, I've succeeded in my enterprise. Ashallah. i strategy. <laughs> That's why I need to
0: learn history, <laughs> je- ladies and gents. That's uh, there's some Sun Tzu kind of uh, maneuvers there. Uh, but before is we finish, <laughs> <laughs> one of, I is think he's number seven of the America- most uh,
1: South American. Was <laughs> he? <laughs> t-shirts. T- t- <laughs> oh, that guy! <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: before we finish, let's have a quick round of. Uh, we have to do a Muslim countdown just to see where where we get on the leaderboard with today's guest. Right, <laughs> Muslimic countdown uh, okay. You know the score
1: <laughs> I don't know the score, but anyway Right Consonant
0: Consonant please, Carol L Yeah, Vowel Vowel? Any vowels in particular? You've <laughs> got an O <laughs> I've
1: got an O, okay yeah. Low and behold. Uh, Another vowel please letter,
0: I've got two letter word already
1: Yep, another A Okay. Consonant, please.
0: Consonant, please, Carol. You have P.
1: Yep. And a- another consonant, please.
0: Another consonant. You have S. Those are good for. Those are good for the old uh, pluralizing. <laughs> and a vowel, please. A vowel. Another vowel. You have O. so Two more left. Choose. Uh, are you Why sure? What? How many? Three more left. Yeah, sorry, three more left. <laughs> Look at them Fs.
1: And uh, consonant,
0: please. Consonato. Is that a Q? Yep, you got a Q. Bad luck.
1: Okay, and uh, vowel, please.
0: Vowel is E, and the final one with which the s- the time will start is vowel or consonant. Are you gonna? Uh, yeah, spring for a spring for a, a hope, hopeful you, or gonna go for a consonant?
1: No, I'm just gonna go for well, uh, <laughs> so the
0: the Q is just yeah. wasted. He yeah. who dares wins,
1: okay. Well, then I'm not gonna win, am <laughs> I <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, consonant, please.
0: Consonant, and your final letter is when the time starts, F. Bismillah. I'm afraid pens down. <laughs> really? What do you get? What's the lo- <laughs> What's the longest word that you got? Ooh, what's the longest you got? What's the
1: longest you got?
0: I'm not playing against you, but I've got a
1: five-letter. Can you? Can we have it? Can we win for the shortest possible word? <laughs> <laughs> longest one. So I've, I've got. I've got a. Oh, it's the longest. So I, long I, had, I went for two I went for so So Is, yeah. is, is
0: so a word? <laughs> avid reader ladies and gentlemen <laughs> I, I wish I'd got
1: A now
0: <laughs> Is so a word? Okay, I think so is a word Yeah yeah, right. we'll give you that okay. uh, I got fools oh, I'm right. not saying they connect oh. or anything But <laughs> Okay uh, Now we have the old numbers round Maybe you're a bit of a literacy in your thing maybe the numbers are wow. I think I'm disc- I'm like not, I'm not dyslexic when it comes to numbers what's that called oh, dyspractic dis- I have no dis- idea dyscalculic no. yeah alright you know the score You choose I don't it. know the score you say like, a couple oh, from, from the top cup a couple from the yeah, bottom a yeah, couple
1: from the uh, XYZ yeah. and Bubsy call. go on mm-hmm. he said chuck some from
0: the top some from the middle and some from the bottom two each 25 let me, let me prepare the old timer. 2,500. Uh, 4, 7, 2, and 6. And your target number is 693. And your timer starts now. quite well there <laughs> is it really 693 was that really what was required yeah Okay. 693 well, that was, oh, was that
1: especially easy for, <coughs> to, uh, to induct Pardon? me was that especially easy to induct me in? no oh right but it was completely random so got the <laughs> right, right right okay. what did you get you actually well, got it I'm, I'm trying to show an aloof Level of disdain While by not engaging simultaneously, not engaging in this, but it was so so easy. All right,
0: what was it? What, have you got it? I got six hundred ninety-three point five.
1: You're just being. You're just. You're just being. You don't have. You're being a uh, no. thing. Uh, a difficult. Can you, purpose, do you have you? to stick
0: to integers or? Well, I got half half uh, out zero point
1: five out. Okay, Mm -hmm. well, 600... It was just even embarrassing. Oh, no,
0: no, I got... Sorry, I'm thinking about something else. You did, so you did get 693. We probably
1: both got the same, right?
0: Well, well, what did you get?
1: (laughs) 6 times 100 plus 4 times 25 minus 7.
0: And there you go. Mashallah. Pretty good, eh? So, JazakAllah Khair, Shikashi, for joining. And JazakAllah Khairan to you. Thank you very much at home for uh, joining us as well. It's been a... Uh, a bit of a marathon one MashaAllah Let us know in the comments uh, you know, uh, Your your thoughts If you agreed or disagreed If you like this comment uh, If you like this podcast Remember to give it a like and a share And check out our other episodes as well And, and be on the lookout for uh, Our new Islamic studies and history Section on Islam 21st and, and also If you have any ideas for uh, Muslim heroes That you want to be covered Muslim heroes mm-hmm. in the uh, Anti-colonial period uh, Let us know in the comments below Who you think might be in that top 10 uh, list and who you think should be, um, but yeah. uh, until next time, let's yeah. see uh, how many people get it, and maybe you can use that uh, info, as data, some some kind of statistics. But yes, uh, until next time, zaka alaykum wa rahmatullahi warahmatullahi wabarakatuh.